Integrating as a foreigner into a new culture can be challenging and frustrating, especially in Japan, where people like to keep harmony among the group and don't feel comfortable complaining or expressing their true feelings. Making friends at work can be even more difficult. In the last company I worked for, the boss gave each one of us a paper in Japanese that said, Please refrain from talking about personal matters or your private life with your co-workers. Even though overall Japanese people are very kind and respectful, there is also a politeness to their attitude, more than a true intention to make friends. Today I will talk about my first Japanese friend and what friendships with Japanese people are really like. Just before we do that, I need to tell you and give you a reminder that if you're ready to discover Japan through a new lens, you can subscribe to Portraits of Life in Japan to get noticed when it posts a new episode. You can also find this podcast in any podcast app on the planet, including, of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. Plus, make sure to follow Portraits of Life in Japan on Instagram to keep updated with this podcast. Welcome to Portraits of Life in Japan. This is your host, Monclo Caroline. I made my first Japanese friend when I was a university student in Colombia. I was studying journalism and taking Japanese language classes. As a result, I was very talkative and I was very open when it came to interacting with people from other cultures. There is a certain stigma about people who study Japanese. Some may refer to them as otakus, which means fanatics of anime and manga. Otakus were perceived as shy, nerdy, and not cool. Sadly, there were some people like that in my Japanese language class. My university has a Spanish summer program in which university students from Tokyo and Nagoya can travel to Colombia and study Spanish for a month. Thanks to this, we will have a welcome party for the Japanese students in the classroom. I was 20 years old and I remember this group of over 10 Japanese students introducing themselves in Spanish in a very shy way. As in Colombia we're very friendly and open, we taught them how to dance salsa, reggaeton and merengue. It was so fun to contrast our cultures and personalities. It was refreshing to see that Japanese students were gaining confidence and starting to behave more openly. Although I talk with most of them and we exchange our Facebook profiles, my first friend was a 20-year-old girl named Eriko. She has a very nice and approachable personality. I was still a beginner, so my Japanese wasn't as good. And Eriko has just started to learn Spanish as well. So the funniest part is that even though we couldn't speak each other's languages fluently, we understood each other a lot and had a lot of fun hanging out. Eriko is a very sincere, bright and kind girl. We are the same age, so there were a lot of things that we had in common. We became really good friends and I remember thinking about how genuine her friendship and affection for me felt. I also made other Japanese friends and we used to hang out in big groups formed by Japanese and Colombians. We will tour 
the city of Bogota, climb a mountain called Monserrate together, eat Colombian traditional food, cook Japanese food, and go to the club every Friday. Also, all of our Japanese friends gave us omiyages from Japan, which means presents, and we were fascinated by them. From green tea chocolates to chopsticks, cute erasers, and handkerchiefs, we loved them so much. After all, they came from Japan, the country that all of us dreamed about visiting one day. I realized very quickly how much my Japanese friends valued things made by hand, like origami. On the last day, I gave my new Japanese friends some Colombian candies, and I gave Riko a letter thanking her for everything. To my surprise, she also gave me two letters, one in Japanese and the other one in Spanish. In the letters, she thanked me for everything and mentioned some of the precious memories we made together. Then she made a list of things she wanted to do with me in the future in Japan. I was so touched by this. I remember that Riko hugged me and cried a little, saying she was going to miss me a lot. A couple of years later, Riko came to Colombia to visit me and she stayed in my house and spent Christmas with me and my family. She also traveled a second time to Colombia and stayed in my home as well. Then I finally moved to Japan and we met here again. She doesn't live in Tokyo, but when she comes, we make sure to see each other. I also made great friends like Rina-chan, who lived in Colombia for six months as an exchange student. I recorded an episode with Rina-chan for this podcast. If you want to listen to it, the title is Japanese Perspective Abroad, Colombia and Western Culture. Another great friend I made was a married Japanese couple with whom I would hang out a lot during their time living in Colombia. They even came to my wedding and my close friend gave a speech about our friendship. I have many Japanese friends that I treasure a lot. I feel very lucky to have so many Japanese friends who can speak Spanish with me. However, though I do value my Japanese friends a lot, I need to admit that the way I hang out with them is very different from my Colombian friends. For example, if I feel sad today, I could contact my Colombian friend on the same day and meet them later at my house or someplace else. But in Japan, contacting someone suddenly and assuming they have time for you is disrespectful. As proof of it, every time I want to see any of my Japanese friends, I need to tell them at least one month in advance. And then they give me a date when we can meet. Here there is a culture of planning everything in advance and not bothering others with your spontaneity. Maybe for them this is just good manners and I have heard that in other countries this is also the way to decide the date to meet with friends. Nevertheless, and being honest, I do miss living more spontaneously and having friendships on which I can rely 24-7. From texting them at inappropriate hours, too early or too late, I feel that in Japan you have to follow certain rules when it comes to contacting friends. On the other hand, my Japanese friends live far away from my place. I was used to having many friends in Colombia who lived nearby, but here I just sometimes don't feel the energy to travel to other cities just to see my friends. On the other hand, even though I talk openly about my feelings with my Japanese friends, they tend to listen more than share their issues. 
I think that it's because here you are not supposed to create a bad environment and you shouldn't make the other person uncomfortable with your problems. I can understand that, but what I value about friendships is when you can be totally honest and transparent. I think here people care too much about what others think. When I was getting trained to become an English teacher at high schools in Japan, the company gave me several lessons about how I should interact with my Japanese co-workers. I remember that they insisted that I should never ask someone about their family, political opinion or anything private about their lives. Instead, I was taught that the way you should start a conversation in Japan with a stranger or a co-worker should be to talk about the weather. I found this very interesting because in Colombia you can make friends at work and hang out with them. I'm not saying you can't make friends here at work. I'm just saying it is a little difficult because here in Japan there is a lot of formality and rules you need to follow, especially in the way you interact with others. So is it hard to make Japanese friends? The answer will surprise you. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Portraits of Life in Japan. Thanks to you, my dear global citizen, this amazing project keeps growing. That's why I am very excited to announce that Portraits of Life in Japan exclusive membership is now available. I will give a shout out to everyone who supports me on Patreon. According to an article written by Maria Lupianos for Jobs in Japan, making Japanese friends is not that difficult. Even though it is difficult to integrate as a foreigner, it does not mean that they are going to treat you badly because you are from another country. On the contrary, they may even treat you better than the Japanese themselves, and they will treat you better than your Western friends do. Remember that the Japanese are extremely educated people and that they take care to maintain peace and harmony in their social circle. Of course, if you get a Japanese friend, it will be a friend that will never let you down. It is said that the Japanese do know how to speak English well, but it actually depends on the person, their personality and their circumstances. There are many Japanese people who are passionate about languages and travel constantly, taking language classes, attending international events, traveling to different countries and love to taste the local food of each country. Especially, young people are becoming more interested in foreign languages and cultures, and English is being taught earlier and earlier in schools, so some young Japanese know at least basic phrases in English. Japanese people are usually very shy and unconfident about their level of English. Also, since the Japanese try to maintain a certain harmony in their social environment, many times the reason why they may be more reticent when talking to foreigners is because they do not know how to address them without being disrespectful. 
therefore making them feel safe and maintaining a cordial, friendly and understanding environment will greatly facilitate the conversation. You can start by talking about basic topics to break the ice, such as the food or the culture of your country or Japan. It would also help if you try to learn at least the most basic phrases in Japanese. They will greatly appreciate the effort you put into trying to speak their language, and showing respect for their culture will encourage them to speak English as well. Thus, the effort will be reciprocal. Going to places that the Japanese frequent, such as bars or events of any kind, will help you meet people and break the language barrier. I agree with the author of this article, Maria Lupiáñez. Sometimes foreigners feel discriminated against by Japanese people, but this may be a misunderstanding. A common story that I heard a lot is that some foreigners feel bad when Japanese people don't sit next to them on the train. But this happens when a Japanese person isn't confident with their English and they think that they won't be able to help the foreigner in case they ask for advice. That's why they don't sit next to them. Personally, this has never happened to me, but maybe it is because I am a woman. Overall, Japanese people are very friendly and they can get into someone else's shoes very easily. Many times a lot of Japanese people with whom I interact daily have told me Is it difficult to live here, right? They genuinely see my effort and appreciate it, which makes me feel seen and understood. Of course, every person is different, but I highly recommend you making Japanese friends. They will take care of you in their own way and even though they may not be very affectionate at first, they learn quickly how to reciprocate your affection. This has happened to me a lot with my Japanese friends who know and understand Colombian culture and for this reason they always say hi with a hug, warm words and a smile. In the next episode I'm going to talk about the Japanese diet including why are food portions so small and why Japan is one of the countries with the lowest obesity rates in the world. Thank you so much for listening to Portraits of Life in Japan. Subscribe to Portraits of Life in Japan to get noticed when I post a new episode. If you want to propose new topics, you can leave a review over on Podchaser. You can go to podchaser.com, search Portraits of Life in Japan and leave your review there. It helps the show to get discovered and it helps me to promote the podcast. Remember, being true to ourselves is our greatest strength. See you next time.